Welcome to the Higher Life Ministries. Tonight you've got Reverend Rex, myself, and our dear pastor, Pastor Adeyinka Smith. Good evening, everyone. Man of God, I know that you are loaded and ready to, um, to unload upon us God's word as we examine the subject, the subject of sons of God. So we are still within the context of Authority Chronicles. This is Authority Chronicles 3. And our focus is going to be a description, a look at the sons of God, the princes of God. Who, what are they supposed to look like? Who are they? You know, how, how do they come into awareness? Because the Bible tells us in the book of Galatians chapter 4, that as long as the heir to the throne remains a child, he is no different from a servant. So all that the, or the, the, the son of a servant, so as long as he remains a child, where is childhood lodged in a human being? Where is childishness lodged in a human being? Because the Bible also tells us that when we were children, we acted as what? Children. And when we came into maturity, we left childish things behind. So the, the uh, and one more scripture that, uh, let me get all my side out of the way so that, uh, you know, when I hand over, something else, the Bible tells us that the whole world is waiting. There's an earnest expectation. There's a cry in the heart of humanity for the manifestation, the revealing of the sons of God. The whole earth is crying. God is crying. The heavens are crying. Humanity is crying for the sons of God. The people, you and I, really you and I, who are able to execute the plans and the purposes of God without needing to consult heaven. All right? And lastly, hopefully we'll touch on it. This is the dispensation of the sons of God, not of the anointed. The anointed man of God, the anointed great this one, the anointed that, that's all Old Testament stuff. This is the dispensation of sons. So let's um, hear some good stuff from Apostle Yinka this, this uh, evening. Praise God. Well, um, I'd like to remind us, as we have done before, yes. about you know what happened at creation. Yes. God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Yes. Yeah? And then man was created. But you see, man, like we have said, was created a governor. He was created in charge. Mm. He was created the God of this world. Yes. Which means that man was actually created to sit up there. To sit up there. That is his natural habitat. Mm -hmm. The seat of spiritual government. That's man's natural habitat. Man's natural habitat is up there in what we call the seat of government because sorry i gotta hold your thoughts because something that is becoming real to me is that the way children play with pebbles you know they just go out there they pick up stones they play with little ponds of water they redirect its flow use it to build you know uh, sand castles we did that as kids that that is how we are supposed to play with life go ahead so the reason why i started talking about this is because rising into spiritual government into sonship really for man is in itself without struggle 
So the rising up of man to a place of government is a thing that should be without struggle. Without struggle, without stress, without sweat, without effort. It should be natural. It should be natural. But you know, when you have a balloon mm. filled with air, yes. naturally it goes up. Yep. The effort is to keep it down. To keep it down. So it, it actually takes more effort to keep a, a human being away from away authority. From authority. By nature, if he's left alone, that's where he will rise to. Yes. Glory to God. So what happens is, if you want to keep a balloon, you, you could tie it to a chair. Yes. It could have many strings. Yes. The table, the chair, the, the stand, all of that. Yeah. Now, you need to disconnect him from all of those. That's all you need to do. For him to rise. For the, for the balloon to go. This is something you cannot afford to miss. I'm sorry, I've got to interject. By nature, it takes more effort to tie us down away from the seat of government than it does for us to rise to the seat of government. So if man can be untangled from whatever has been used to tie him down, he will rise. He will rise. So that's why you see the devil has set up a lot of structures mm. to keep our hearts and minds down here, focused on the affairs of this life, so held down and connected to the things of this world. All of our attention, all of our affection, all of our passion, everything is restricted. And that's what keeps us down here. If, if we can disconnect from all of these things and set our hearts, our attention and our focus, our passion and our affection on the things above, on that realm where we belong, and truly disconnect from this place, we will rise without struggle. Without struggle. Without struggle. It is the natural place for us yeah. to be. It's a natural place for us to be. Let me, let me read something to us. Yes. I'm reading from Second Kings, and I'll just read chapter two. You remember the story of Elijah and Elisha, where Elijah was going to be taken up into heaven. Yes. And then Elisha said, Elijah said to Elisha, "Ask me what you want." Mm -hmm. And we all know what Elisha asked for. So Elijah said, "Well, if you see me taken up, it will be yours." Mm. So now let's read what what happened. And the Bible says. Now when Elijah was being taken up, Elisha saw it in 2 Kings chapter 2 from verse 12. And Elisha saw it and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and his horsemen. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them in two pieces. Yeah. And also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him. Mm. and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan, the river Jordan. Okay. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Mm. And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. Now the, when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, mm. they said the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. Mm. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Mm. So Elisha tore his own clothes. Wow, wow, okay. Stripped himself and then took the mantle that had fallen from Elijah. Yeah. And the Bible says when he got to the river, to the river Jordan, he struck it mm. and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And the waters divided. Yes. And he went through. Now the sons of the prophet saw this saw him and they said the spirit of elijah Rest. rests on elisha mm -hmm. now the truth here is that it was not the holy spirit they saw wow. it was not the spirit of god 
that they saw resting okay. on Elisha. Mm -hmm. It was the fighting spirit of Elijah. Mm. Something about the personality of Elijah, Elijah had come upon him. That's why you see Elisha displaying so much audacity, mm. striking the waters and demanding for the God of Elijah. Mm. It, it was something they had not seen in Elisha before. Before. Wow. Okay. All of a sudden, his character changed. His mm. personality changed. His posture changed. Changed. They said that that spirit that rested on Elijah is now resting on Elisha. Mm. It was not the spirit of God. It was a fighting spirit. Spirit. In Elijah, it had moved. Now, let me show show us in the New Testament where that happened again. Okay. The same Galatians you read. All right. Galatians chapter four. Yes. Now this is where it happened to us. Mm. Glory to God. Six. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into you. Just like the spirit of Elijah mm. rested on Elisha. Yes. That's how the spirit of God's son Rest. rested upon us. Yeah. Now let me, let me okay. explain this. If you have in your house, you're, you're the father of the house. Yes. You have your son and you have your servant yes. in the house. Yes. Your son has the spirit of his son. That's it. Yeah. So he wakes up in the morning, goes into the living room, jumps on the couch. Yeah. With the remote of the TV, he puts on the TV and begins to. He has the spirit of his son. That's right. A servant doesn't do that. No. A servant walks gently. A servant minds his words. Yeah. Minds his actions. Minds his posture. Has the personality. He has the personality of his. There's, there's, a, there's a difference yes. between the spirit of a servant and the spirit of his son. Yep. But if it were possible that a servant will go to bed at night and you, you as the father, could take from your son, your son the spirit of a son, and, and transfer it, it in the, to, the, to the servant, he will wake up in the morning, put his feet up. Oh my God. Put his feet up, <laughs> jump on the couch. Pick up the remote and call you dad. Yes. Oh, glory to God. And call you dad. And call you dad. Wow. What happened? The spirit of a son came upon him. Hmm. This is not the Holy Spirit we're talking about. Yeah. It is the consciousness. The consciousness. The awareness. You come into the into a realm where, oh, this is who I am. You know, the Bible says And your behavior changes. Changes everything. And the Bible says. The Bible says of, of Moses yeah. that when Moses had come to years, in other words, when we, when he matured, mm. when he began to see differently from, from a child yeah. who is not different from a servant. servant. Mm. Yeah. The Bible says he refused, completely refused, to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Pharaoh's daughter. He came, he into, came into the consciousness of, of his identity. Who he really was. Who I am. And then he refused to be called anything less. Wow. So the first thing about sonship is waking up the spirit of his son that god has already sent into our house and i believe that the authority chronicles is positioned to achieve this to achieve this that's why if you stay with us over the i think we are going for 24 chronicles praise god if you stay with us through these 24 chronicles this exactly say like you said by nature we rise by nature you will find yourself where you can act as a son on the earth and look at life and everything I mean, every single thing, challenges, what we call storms, will become like puddles. What we see as mountains will become like little pebbles to play with. What we see as issues, right, will become things to just be dealt with like a child. 
would play with the, you know things things out there yeah. Yeah. wow so this is this is this is the primary thing that god has already done for us mm. it's accomplished already there is the spirit of his son in every one of us yes but we were born with a different consciousness consciousness so that switch state. that switch needs to occur wow as long as we stay in the old consciousness of a slave you know what happened to adam yes when adam fell in the garden yes. when man generally fell in the garden mm -hmm. you see immediately fear setting yeah in the immediately in, in attitude yes everything he began to hide from god hmm. somebody who would hear the voice of god and run towards god run towards god now he, he went and hid himself he now had the spirit of a slave Mm. The spirit of a servant, the spirit of the son had departed from him. You know that Adam was actually referred to as the son of God. Yeah. So he had the spirit of God's son. With him. And that's why the we character, the character, attitude, that's why audacity, with confidence he named, he named everything. everything. Glory to God. As soon as the spirit of God's son departed from him, he he, he began to act, to act like, like a servant. Like he began to act like a slave. And the reason is because you see, now he had a master. Mm, not a father not a father he had a master the devil because he had transferred his own position to the enemy to the enemy so now the enemy had taken that place as the god of this world and put his feet up and, and do whatever yes. is like afflicting people right yes. left and center yes. without yes. even that any restraint you, you cannot have as they say two captains in, in, one in a boat no <laughs> you can't so as soon as authority was transferred to the devil man became a slave wow you know now god has always desired that we walk in sonship yeah or if you like in the spirit of his son, son the character the character of his the son. audacity the yes. boldness there, there are two things you will see that come with with sonship yes. freedom and audacity freedom you know it's so funny i was going to make a statement on the facebook this morning about freedom it is the one thing in this world that is worth fighting for yeah. with everything that you have got mm -hmm. your freedom yeah. yeah you know um let me also say this while we're talking let me read something i'll read from judges okay praise god i, I am so so glad that you are joining us tonight and that i know that you are being blessed already no doubt about it while he's getting that scripture ready i want you to get your gaze fixed on who you will be by the time we are done a bunch of people who do not fear life do not fear anything that life throws at them but go around in life just living in absolute liberty and freedom and knowing that everything is going to be dealt with and dominated all right Amen. i'm reading from judges chapter 6 and I'll read verses 9 and 10. Okay. This is God. He said, And I delivered you, speaking to Israel, his people, yes. out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all who oppressed you, mm. and drove them out before you, and gave you their land. Now listen to verse 10. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell, mm. but you have not obeyed my voice. Mm. God came to his people yes. with a rebuke. Mm. I delivered you from the land of Israel, from, from the land of Egypt, mm. and from bondage and from oppression. Yes. And I drove out the heathen before you and gave you their land. Yeah. And I left you with one instruction. Mm. 
Fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, yeah. but you've not obeyed me. You know, that means we have a responsibility not to fear. Not to fear. We, you know, you come into a land, right? And the first thing that God expects from you when we walk into any territory, any territory, a, a school, an organization, a community, a nation, yeah. a family, when we walk into any, any, any place, God said, do not be afraid of the prevailing darkness in that, that is place. There. Wow. Whatsoever it may be. Whether it has to do with a character issue, whether it has to do with um, uh, um, whatever it is, you know, incidents, whatever it may be, an occurrence, whatever darkness you see in that place, God said, you have no right to be afraid of it. Because I think what the devil does, and this applies to a great deal of humanity, the first thing he goes for is to stir up that fear mm. by causing, by shaking the boat, whipping up a storm, you know, and rocking everything as man has planned you know maybe be a relationship maybe a family a doctor's report he stares up he doesn't just give you if it said if you if you were diagnosed for example with just a simple headache yeah. that will not stir, stir yeah. up fear yeah. if you were having some funny symptoms and you were just diagnosed with something small but instead the first thing he goes for is to whip up fear to instill in you the slave mentality and not the sonship mentality. And hence, believers become bound and become kept under. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and this is the reason why you find out that when, when people, even believers, go into a place, yes. we easily succumb to whatever is prevailing there. Prevailing there and hide our identity. Yeah, hide our identity. We yield to it. Oh, this is the way people behave here. Or this is the culture here mm. or this is you know we we succumb mm. and god said no fear not the gods fear not the principalities fear not the, the darkness that mm. is prevailing there the strongholds don't be afraid of it you know when when they, you remember the story of the, the three hebrew sons yes in babylon you know some people went and stirred up the um the king nebuchadnezzar yeah set up a god mm. and i asked everyone to bow to bow to bow to the gods of the land and Nebuchadnezzar did just that. Mm. But everyone bowed, and the three Hebrew men said, well, no, we will not bow. Mm. And then they went to meet the king to say, ah, these three men have refused to bow to the gods of the land that you set up. Mm. And he called them, let me give them a second chance. Mm. And they said, the first thing they said to him is, oh king, we are not even careful to answer, to answer you. you in this matter. <laughs> you know, we are, we are not careful. You know, the God whom we serve will deliver us from the fire. But even if he doesn't Does deliver it. us, we still will not bow to the gods of the land. That is the type of aggression. Yes. That we need well-placed aggression that we need to have as believers towards this earth. A very deliberate one. A, A very refusal to be cowed by anything. Whether it be singleness, whether it be financial stress, whether it be, you name it. Yeah. The first thing, even if you are in a war-torn country, in a war zone, the first thing is to even refuse to fear death. Yeah. That is how you overcome. Yes. So this is, we're talking about sonship. Yes. And this is very key. Mm. First thing we started talking about the consciousness, the awareness. Awareness. The spirit of a son. Stirring it up, waking it up. You know, as opposed to the spirit of a servant. Wow. Into which we were naturally born. Mm. You know, so... Um, because of the spirit of a servant, 
a lot of things that happen, we see them as natural. Yeah. It's normal. So everyone is falling ill, we fall ill, it's normal. Bad things happen. We are us. struggling financially, it's normal. No. You know, this thing happens, it's normal. No. That's the spirit of a servant. Tolerating negative things. Yes, yes. Being treated, being beat. You know, they are what? Yeah, what? Yeah. We are, we are, we are trained, we are raised by life to accommodate all to of To accommodate things. negativity, to accommodate negative treatment. Yes. And we tremble at them. Oh my. So that's my why God man. said, do not be afraid. What is prevailing where you are? Wow. Don't be swept off your feet by it. This is the first thing about the spirit of the sun. So, we must deal with this issue of fear and panic that, allow, that, that makes us submit to everything that comes our way. My God. Submit. You know, time is going. There are some key things I don't want us to miss. You started to talk about, by nature, we rise. That is the default position. A good life. Listen to me. You don't need to suffer here on earth, to suffer anything. Financially, hunger, uh, negative treatment by any uh, anyone whosoever you know by default by default we ought to be there governing and we are being held down by things talk about how to break free break loose from those things that bind us to the earth first of all we need to be able to first of all identify them yes mm. and the first thing is a mindset wow a mindset the mindset what do you believe mm. what do you see you know you know when god came to jeremiah he said to him what do you see yes what view or perspective yes. do what, you have of you, life what, what yes what is your view what is your perspective what is your natural position that you yes. take yes i i like us to sit back for a moment right and think again what god created is this what god created a lot of the things, a lot of the things we call natural, were not created by God. By God. The reason why we have the supernatural today is because the natural has been corrupted. Wow. If the natural is exactly what God created, there would have been no need for the for supernatural. supernatural. Wow, you got to hear this. If this natural life that we live, if it had not been corrupted, we will not need the supernatural. We will not need the supernatural. So before we, you know, I, I'm saying mindset because we have come to, to terms with everything going on around us and we accommodate them we accommodate them uh, the, the government is making these decisions well it's we're not powerless, yes, we're powerless. Oh, um, there's sickness and disease going around the place we're powerless we, we've accepted a lot of this and we need to deal with that first that is one of the main things holding us down a wrong mindset a wrong mindset you know and i think something else sorry i've got to jump in life seems to redefine us we are redefined and it becomes an entanglement. Yeah. You are redefined by your failures. You are redefined mm -hmm. by your past mistakes, your past circumstances, and it, it becomes a, a, a rope that ties yeah. you down yeah. and, and redefines tries to, yeah. you know. But all of that, yeah. Yes. What it does is it eats it, into our mindset. Wow. You know, because something happened in the past and then it begins to give you a new perspective of life. Of life. You know, something happened the other time to this person, not sometimes not even to you. Yeah. To the other person, maybe you looked up to someone and something happened in their life and like, wow. So this can happen. Yeah. So if it happened to them, it can happen to me. Immediately you have redefined your yes. life. Yes. So it's it's a key thing. The mind, the strongholds that are established in our minds need to be taken down. We need to see things 
the way the Son of God sees things. Sees things. It's so important that we can see right. The Bible says that God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts, yes. and for that reason, His ways are higher than our ways. Yes. Because of the way He thinks. Because of the way He thinks. Things. Yes. It is His thoughts being higher than our thoughts that makes His ways higher than our ways. If we could think like God, we will act like God. Wow. If we could think like God, we will act like God. Talk to us about a cry. There's a cry. The earth, Mother Earth, is crying for sons. Uh, the Father's, his heart is crying for sons on the earth. That is his interest. That is where, uh, you know, and, and with the fact that this is the dispensation of sons, not a pastor. Not Listen, I'm a pastor, right? But this is not the dispensation of going to man of God. This is the dispensation of sons getting up and acting without consultation to uh, consulting heaven. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, we we already know we've stretched stressed this over and over again. Yes. That God cannot do without, without sons. God cannot do without sons. You see, the expansion of God's kingdom. Yes. The increase of His governments and the increase of his peace is dependent is dependent on sons we've seen that in isaiah already mm. that the reason god is raising sons is for the expansion of his kingdom is for the increase of his government is for the increase of his peace now talking about the whole creation crying out mm. for sons we started by saying this chronicles i believe in the first uh, authority chronicles one, one we said that not man was not taken into bondage alone all, All creation. creation was dragged into bondage mm. when man fell. Earthquakes and Earth nature, disaster. nature went into captivity. The birds of the air, the fishes of the sea, everything went into captivity. Now, that leaves a void mm. in creation. It leaves a void in creation. Now, it's easy to see it in man because you find humanity going in search of satisfaction. Yes. We're trying to fill that void. With anything we see yeah that's right we're trying to feel it with anything we see that's the cry mm. in the heart of mankind for something that has that that, that brings restoration yeah. something that takes us back to where we are supposed to be that's the cry in the heart of man we man struggles the natural man struggles with practically everything he struggles with his health he struggles with his finances he struggles with marriage he struggles with life he struggles with everything so the cry, the real cry in the heart of man is to go back to his original habitat, to go back there. And all of creation is yearning for restoration. Only sons can guarantee this. Wow. Only sons. And so we will keep talking about sonship and talking about authority and talking more and more about how to walk in it more practically as we go on in this series. But we need to first of all understand that God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into us. That is different from the Holy Spirit. Mm. It's the consciousness, the, attitude, the, the, character, the, yes, the, the posture, the, you know, that thing about the Son natural, that makes Him I different. There's such a word in naturality. There isn't mm. such a word like that. But, in, you know, it, for it to be, it just come natural yes, to you natural to, to you. dominate, yeah. to rule. Yeah. All right. One more thing before we, we, you know, bring this to an end. Talk to us about this not being the dispensation of uh <laughs> the dispensation i know time is going being the dispensation of sons really yeah. the era of sons yes you know we we also have said in this series yes that god's
plan from the beginning yeah. remains his plan. Yeah. There has been no change in that. Mm. The original plan, like we said, Adam was referred to as the son of God. Yeah. That automatically means that sons was God's original plan. Wow. When man fell, then an, alter an alternative arrangement wow. had to be put in place for the time being, time being until restoration came. And Jesus came, and we will talk about this probably on Sunday, being, yeah. being a yes. the Easter. Yes, yes, so, Easter but Jesus Sunday. came as God's son mm. to show us, not just to show us, but first to show us what sonship is all about, and also to, to begin to give birth to sonship, to restore that dispensation of sons. Yeah. So if we stay in the alternative arrangement, we've missed it. We've missed it. Because I'm going to go there now. We're talking about, because something that troubles me is the high dependency on a man of God. And you have flocks of people who are dependent on one man, one man of God. We have created a culture that, in my own opinion, is stripping us of that very sonship for a superstar man of God who is performing while we have a whole lot of people who are continued, continually being dominated. Let's just wrap up on that, mm. on that uh, subject. Yes, it's not right. First of all, to say it clearly, that's not what God intends. Mm. I believe that the fivefold ministry and anything that is called ministry is intended to bring God's people to into sonship. If, if it is not doing that, it's then failing. it is failing. It is so important that we understand. God did not call us into, into ministry, you know, to make people look like us. Like us, yes. But to make people become like Him. Like Him. Not even like, like Him, like to make people, people become, become him. him. But not, not to make people become us. You know, where they act like us, speak like, like us, us, lay hands dress like, like us, dress like us. That, that is not the original plan. Yes. God wants sons. He doesn't want Pastor Rexis. Yes. He doesn't okay. want Pastor Yinkas. No. no, he wants sons. Sons who can execute yes. judgment. So if you have a hundred people who are you, yeah. that doesn't that, that hasn't done anything for God. Nothing for God. Nothing. That will not expand his kingdom. It will not increase it will his government. My empire. Yes, your empire is the one that will be built. Oh. If we are to increase God's kingdom, if we are to expand his kingdom and increase his government, then it is God's sons that must be raised. Yes. Not our sons. Listen, this is Reverend Rex and Pastor Adeyinka Smith. Wherever you are, God bless you.